Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Paul and Jordana and DJ and you, thanks for joining us on Thursday. How's your health? No. Let me back up. How's your mental health? The last two years have been a train wreck, I think, for everybody, but some much more so than others. And teenagers in our midst are not doing okay. A new CDC survey is shedding light on how the pandemic has affected high school students mentally. Nearly a third of high school students surveyed said they experienced poor mental health about 44 percent reported feeling sad or hopeless 44 percent just in the last year a little more than half say they've experienced emotional abuse by a parent this study followed almost 8,000 high school students from 128 schools across the nation and again CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, releasing this report, trying to get the word out to parents, loved ones, friends. We need to do more to help our teenagers. As students transition into college, Bethel University in Arden Hills is making mental health a priority. And joining us right now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline is Miranda Powers. She is VP of Student Experience at Bethel. Miranda, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Is this worse than you can recall? I mean, is this really a whole new level of concern when it comes to teens and mental health and anything you've witnessed before in your career? Well, student mental health has really been at the forefront these last several years, and I think the pandemic has sort of exacerbated that and really brought it to the forefront. As you know, you said this, it's been a tough two years for everyone. There's been so much unpredictability. Will I be in person? Will I be remote for school? Just different ways of learning and engaging in family systems, I think, has brought it to a different level than I've seen it. Um, but but really, um, different things are, are an issue than, than once were, right? Mm-hmm. How so? Uh, yeah. Um, well, I would just say, um, you know, that unpredictability, people are feeling a different sense of grief, activities that were once normal are no longer, and they're trying to figure out, how do I join back into life as I once knew it, right? Got mm-hmm. it. Okay. Uh, you know what I'm finding? That a lot of the kids are using masks as sort of a security blanket. Like, even mm-hmm. though they have been, and I'm not I'm not judging this in any way, shape, or form. I wear my mask everywhere, but I... I um. I find that a lot of them don't want to let them go because it was the only thing that gave them a sense of control. 
And even though the the high schools maybe or the, the middle schools have said you don't have to wear it anymore, a lot of kids are still doing that. Is that, do you think, do you look at that as like a, a positive thing or do you think they should, or, or is it more on the negative that they are um, too anxious? Yeah, I do think there is an increase in anxiety and for some around health issues, the, the mask certainly has become a security blanket. I also would say, we're seeing that invitation, it's no longer just enough to have an event on campus or to do something right, that we really need to invite students. We want you to come to this. They've gotten so accustomed to connecting virtually that they've forgotten what it means to be in community and in person. And I think that's right. changed the way that they interact. And so it's it's critical, I think. There's so much that happens in those moments when we're going to and from an event or we walk together to do something, right? Mm-hmm. And we sort of need to learn how to be in community again. It's one of the most fundamental skills and one of the ways that I think we're designed as humans. Right. Yeah, yeah, no no question about that. We we were engineered to interact face-to-face. And, you know, we've be made packed. the best of it with Zoom, mm-hmm. but uh, it's still suboptimal. And I'm I'm just curious, in terms of stigma, the way you're doing this at Bethel, how is it better? How is it different? What have you learned that you can share with listeners that may help them, regardless of what school they're going to right now or where their kids go to school? Yeah, we're putting a, a focus on mental health in a variety of ways. So part of this includes some training for our staff, and, and specifically, just recently, our athletic staff will be getting trained in mental health first aid. So. So trying to take that training and expand it, not just for people who you would traditionally say, oh, the counseling center or this office or that office, but to include faculty and others. So we also focus on a collaborative circle of care between residence life, academics, the counseling center, um, to identify when are students struggling early and how who's the best person to follow up? How can they get that care, right? Mm-hmm. And then also at Bethel, we really focus on holistic student care, that we're um, emotional, social, spiritual beings. And as such, um, we need to be thinking about our mental health and our physical health and all the things holistically. So our students take a first-year course called Wellbeing. Um, and then this fall, we put together a chapel series on neurobiology and mental health. We did a mental health awareness week in the spring to really take that stigma away and just say, here's some fun ways to be in conversation um, about important topics and some resources that we have available on campus to get that kind of out in the open where people can engage with it and with each other. I love that they have to take a class uh, on well-being and maybe some self-care in there. That's so important, and we should be teaching that. Uh, Miranda, and we're speaking with Miranda Powers, the Vice President of the Students' Experience at Bethel University. Uh, Miranda, is this reversible? You know, these kids have been living two years in this pandemic, anxiety, isolation. Do you think... I know we always hear kids are resilient, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there, there's a limit to resilience, too. But do you, <laughs> yeah. do you feel the damage done by the pandemic is reversible? I think it's reversible. I think it's just going to have to take some intentionality and time. And we have to understand that our students, we all, we've experienced some grief. And so we need to continue to be forward thinking and to talk about things like hope and to paint a picture of what the future looks like for students to get them excited about things in life, um, ways that they can contribute in the world. Miranda, I deal with this stigma all the time with mental health. Uh, I'm involved with Save Suicide Awareness, Voices Mm -hmm. of Education, talking about depression. 
And, you know, I've been doing this for 25 years, and there's still a stigma. I, I think it's less than it was 10, 20 years ago. But when it comes to young people and mental health, are they in a better headspace talking about this than maybe their parents or their grandparents? And what advice do you have for their parents and grandparents in terms of helping uh, these teenagers get the help they need? I think that our students are in a different place in terms of stigma and being able to talk to one another. But I would say it's also not something that they're going to share with just anyone, right? So I think our our students, we encourage them to be in community, to develop some close friendships, to push into those routines and do things like eat meals, sleep, do all of those things, right? Those are important things for them to be engaged in. But as parents and caregivers are walking alongside them, I think it's important to simply ask questions, to find spaces to really check in and say, how are you doing? Um, what what did today include for you? What were some of your highs and lows? And And by creating that space, I think students do open up. And then I also suggest showing care with action. And if it's not the parent-child relationship that can happen, there's so much research about is there one other adult in their life who might be able to have these conversations. So including others can be important. Mm -hmm. But showing those care with action, what, what student, what college student wouldn't love to have some of their favorite snacks or a card to let them know that you're thinking about them? Just ways that you can be supportive and encouraging. I think we sometimes downplay those um, a little too much. And then I would say there's so many great professional resources. Uh, counseling's really changed in the last two years with telehealth being so accessible. So it's important that if students need those resources that they have, um, parents can turn to those professional resources and get them some different, a different level of help when they're struggling. Okay. Miranda Powers, Vice President of the Students Experience at Bethel. I'm so pleased to know this is all happening at, at Bethel, Miranda. So uh, well done, and thank you for keeping us surprised. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Miranda. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. Yeah, Keep appreciate it, it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.